Hey there everybody, Angela Bowen here, the host of Looking Back on My Wonder Years of Wonder Years Podcast. Well, I know how you all love the Elven in the Chipmunks chipmunk specials that I do. And I love them too. Well, I actually was able to find a couple of DVDs. One has a collection of Halloween-ish type episodes. The other one has a Thanksgiving episode, which I will do in November, so next month. So, the episode I'm going to be focusing on today is Elvin and the Chipmunks Trick or Treason. Now, I actually already did watch this one, and I thought it was very cute. So, this episode is about anxious to join the Monster Club, precocious singing chipmunk. This is IMDb's description, of course. Precocious singing chipmunk Elvin undergoes a grueling trick or treat initiation. This episode has a 7.3 out of 10 rating on IMDb out of 61 ratings total. It was directed by Walt Kubiak, writers Janice Carmen, who of course voices Theodore, Ross Bagdasarian Jr., and Ross Bagdasarian Jr., <laughs> who does the voice of Elvin Seville and Simon Seville. So, let's just start with the episode. Alright, so we open the episode. It's a dark and stormy night. Thunder, lightning, and we hear the Monster Mash tune as the chipmunks are singing it. Now we are in the Seville kitchen. We have Theodore making cookies. It seems like whenever there's a holiday, he's always in the kitchen making something because Theodore and food go hand in hand. Simon, of course, he's the inventor in the family, and he's inventing, it looks like a, a ghost, a, a little ghost sheet that's kind of flying around the room. And Elvin, of course, always getting into trouble. Kitchen door flies open. There's this ginormous pumpkin that comes rolling onto the kitchen floor. This is a really weird pumpkin pumpkin because it's actually something's inside of it. Something's moving. I'm guessing it's Elvin. I think I watched this like a couple weeks ago and I've already kind of forgotten some of it. And Theodore's like, what is it, Simon? And Simon's like, it's some type of pumpkin botulism. Elvin bursts out of the pumpkin. There's pumpkin shards all over the kitchen. He's wearing this really weird... Now, I've never seen Predator. I've seen pictures, and this is kind of... He's got, a, like, a Predator mask type of thing with, like, uh, a bunch of, like, hosiery and tubes, like, coming out of his head and, like, an elephant trunk. Like, what is... And he's got his fingers are, like, claws. Scaring the living hell out of poor Simon and Theodore. Oh, there go... Oh, those cookies look so good. Theodore, he's such an artist with his food. You got a ghost, you got a bat, you got another bat, you got a witch, you got a pumpkin face with a creepy looking expression, and I don't know, that's just a circle. <laughs> of course, Elvin is laughing his ass off as that mask just flies off of his face. Like, what's with the cruel prank, Elvin? Oh, Simon and Theodore are pissed. It's like, Elvin! And they're dripping with pumpkin juice all over their clothes. So, 
Elvin is all about impressing the guys in the Monster Club. He it's a really exclusive club that I guess you gotta like prank people to be able to get even an invitation to get into the club. You, there's an initiation process you have to go through. Of course, he figures he's going to practice on his brothers and see. Is this scary enough for you? Do you think the monster kids will buy this? So, the monster club, Elvin tells Theodore it's the coolest club in the whole world, whereas Simon is more like realistic. It's run by a group of kids that are bullies and who basically get off on tormenting people. Well, Simon says they... He said they entice the simple-minded with delusions of grandeur. Cheap thrills. Which is right up Elvin's alley. And Elvin sees no problem. Like, what's wrong with that? I love the term that Simon uses as a member of your gene pool. Says, as a member of your gene pool, I've got to believe that you're above this. So, like, Simon, Simon, come on, buddy. You've known Elvin for how many years? Quite a few. Gene pool means nothing to him. It really doesn't. So, Elvin is like, come on guys, I need you to support me on this. Tomorrow night, they're having the Monster Club initiation meeting. And he pulls out a flyer. It says, Saturday, 12 p.m. midnight, October. Something about Mardi Gras? (laughs) What? What about Mardi Gras? It says, the old Mardi Gras warehouse. And there's, like, skull and bones on the bottom of this advertisement. Oh, (laughs) Oh, Alvin. He's like, I really, really, really want to be a member. And then we get into Alvin's fantasy where he's wearing this Monster Club leather jacket. It's all about him getting this damn jacket. He's, imagine himself in this car with... The top down. You got three girls in the car with him. One's a redhead, one's a brunette, and one's a blonde. They all look like they're 17, 18 years old. He's, what, nine? Ten? But then again, he's probably like, well, a guy can dream. Uh Doesn't he kind of get the girls already somewhat swooning over him because he's a musician? And he... Elvin refers to being a member of the Monster Club as his crowning achievement. Are you shitting me, Elvin? You and your brothers are an amazing music duo, and that is not enough for you somehow. Being a member of this Monster Club tops being a world-known musician? Wow. But then again, he's 9 or 10 years old. Priorities, I guess. Maybe he thinks that this really will help him as he tosses his name around. Like, oh, you don't know me? I'm from Elvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, you don't know me? I'm a member of the Monster Club. See this jacket? See the back? It says Monster Club on it? Yeah, it's very official. I can't remember. What town do they live in? Does it ever say what town they live in? What state they live in? Is it any town USA? Simon, of course, does not care about helping Elvin get into this club. He's like, whether you get in or not, you'll always be our little monster. And throughout this whole thing, we see this pumpkin goop that's been attaching itself to the ceiling finally fall and cover Elvin literally from the top of his head to the bottom of his shoes in orange goo. Okay, so if they, this is the old Mardi Gras 
building than they live in Louisiana. It looks like they live in a place that doesn't get a lot of snow. So I always thought it was like they live in Los Angeles, California. So we go to this old ass warehouse with creepy cat figures and monster clown faces and so it looks like Simon and Theodore actually did support Elvin by coming to this meeting. I thought it was inclusive like only the people that were going to be like you were handpicked and given a flyer that was put in your locker specifically for you because the monster club saw you as possible potential for being a new member. I love how Simon is wearing those, like, black glasses with the fake nose and mustache because he doesn't want to be recognized. He's also wearing a hat. He's like, oh, I hope nobody recognizes me. I get it. He wants to support his brother. This is really wild. This, they're sitting in front of a stage that's got a pumpkin on it. It's got, like, a laser light show, a fog machine, just... It is really cool looking. I don't want to be in the Monster Club, but it's pretty cool looking. Oh, there's even a fireworks display. Then we get this guy who clearly looks like he's the leader. He's got this red buzz cut hair. And he tells him the only way you're going to get in this club is if you perform three tricks. Oh, okay. He says to prove you're worthy of becoming a monster. Three awesome, awesome Tricks, not simple tricks, awesome tricks on Halloween night. Monster Mash, okay. I don't know what this guy's name is, but he's like, Monsters aren't born, they're created. Oh, kind of like the whole Frankenstein thing, yeah. Oh, is that how Elvin got Theodore to come? Because Theodore's like, Elvin, when are they serving the cookies? And I was like, shut up. So a light, a yellow light goes across the stage and redheaded Buzzcut tells everyone to hit the deck, hide, because a car is coming up the driveway. There's a house right next to this warehouse and redheaded Buzzcut says, it's the pumpkin head, the new kid. He's like half pumpkin, half boy. So we see Elvin with like for five other kids. Two of the kids are brunettes and they have, they're like wearing polo shirts and they have the typical like sweater sleeves crossed across the front of the chest. I don't know whether it's like they're supposed to be like preppy kids or what. We got one kid in a red turtleneck. They have a person of color. And I'm guessing these are all the initiates that are going to be competing with each other, performing three tricks that will hopefully wind up with one of them as the winner for this monster club. So nobody has heard of this pumpkin head kid, half pumpkin, half kid. And Red-Headed Buzzcut is telling this legend about how, oh, he was born on one Halloween night in a pumpkin patch. Really, was Linus there? Was Linus Van Pelt there in the pumpkin patch waiting for the great pumpkin? Uh-huh. Oh, he's painting a creepy picture of this kid that no one's ever met. Saying he died three times and each time he came back he was uglier than before. Like, oh, you piece of shit, child. 
What a horrible human being. Elvin, how in the hell do you want to aspire to be something like this guy? This redhead buzz cut here. What in the hell is this dude? He's apparently a Monster Club member because he's wearing a jacket. And he's like, yeah, if you even look at this pumpkin head kid, your hair falls out. You see the other, the initiates are all like, ah. There's this one kid who's also wearing a jacket. He's clearly also a member of the Monster Club. He's got the weirdest, it's not even really a widow's peak, but it's like the top front of his forehead is like bald and the rest of his hair doesn't start until like the middle of his head going down. It's, <laughs> it's like he's a middle-aged like 10 year old. He's like, oh, if this pumpkin head kid even breathes on you, you get spots. They're basically just trying to scare the kid, freak him out. Probably trying to figure out, like, whichever one doesn't run away is the one that is going to do the initiation after all. Like, maybe get rid of some kids that aren't really up to the task of these three tricks they'll have to perform. But even Elvin gets in on the whole thing about saying, oh, if you even look at him, your, your brain will, like, ooze out of your ears and your face will, like, shrivel up and fall off your head or your neck Ugh. and I guess the cherry on the Sunday is he says you explode and then you explode into a million pieces and it's like oh my gosh so he's basically just throwing this stuff like off the cuff which clearly impressed Mr. Redheaded Buzzcut Kid who's the leader of this monster club so it looks like Elvin's story like scared off all the other recruits and Simon is so irritated and angry with Elvin. He's like, wow, it's amazing how much you know about somebody that you've never met. Peter apparently is starving to death because he's like, Elvin, when are they serving those cookies? Like, just yanking on his shirt sleeve. So, the leader says, those of you that are proving yourselves worthy of monsterhood get to wear this coveted leather jacket with monster on the back. And Elvin is like drooling. And the way that this kid, this redheaded, buzz cutted leader of this monster club, is a damn musician. He, no, he's a, he's a magician. Because he his palm is out, and in this smoke, fiery haze, procures this monster leather jacket just out of thin air. And I'm like, he. He's an illusionist, clearly. So that is Elvin's end goal. He's like, I want it, I want it, I want it. What? Now they're back home. Elvin's helping Simon. I don't even know what this thing is. Elvin's like pedaling on this bike. And he's like with his hands, he's like pushing this accordion thing that's got this tube connected to the top of it that's going into this bubble looking machine. What? Simon is a genius. What is this thing? Oh, this is a this isn't Simon's invention. This is a trick that Elvin's putting together for the Monster Club. Simon clearly cares less because well, he's rummaging through a bottom dresser drawer for something. We found the blue socks that Simon's looking for. They're attached to these this bubble candy whatever machine that Elvin put together. 
So Simon's made it known, like, this group that Elvin wants to join is clearly no good. But Elvin's not listening to him. So Simon agrees to help Elvin, but, of course, at the cost of who knows. It's like, it's going to cost you, Elvin. What in the holy hell is Theodore doing with a couple of those runoffs from the Monster Club? He's like, I don't think we should be here. Like, no shit. First of all, you're going up on someone else's property. You don't even know who they are. This has got to be one of those dares from the Monster Club. Oh, <laughs> Theodore's calling him Mr. Pumpkinhead. Like, we shouldn't do this. He probably wants his privacy. And of course, these runoffs are like, nah, you're afraid he can't. So the door opens and this kid comes out. The two runoffs just leave. Like, ah, let's get out of here. Theodore, of course, is not fast enough. And he trips and injures himself. He cuts his knee on the sidewalk. So Theodore's like, ah, where are you taking me? Because the kid lifts him up and helps, you know, him, him up the steps to his house. Like, where are you taking me? And the kid's like, to my laboratory. And, of course, we go into Theodore's frightened fantasy. Well, not a fantasy, more like a nightmare. He's picturing himself being hooked up to this table. And this kid, this pumpkin head kid, is throwing the switch that's going to electrocute him and kill him. Oh, my goodness. I mean, the pumpkin head kid, I mean, we don't know his name yet, but... He could have said, I'm taking you up to my bedroom to help you out. Because that's all that it really is. He sees that Theodore's cut his knee and is helping him take care of himself. Get himself cleaned up. But turns out this kid isn't evil. He's not a terrible human being. He's got a sweet damn room. I mean, it's clearly it's got to be like the attic room. Because you can see the the roof there. And we see an adorable bird that's got a metal wing because he got hurt. Theodore, of course, bought into all that nonsense that Elvin and those other Monster Club jerks were saying about this kid. Like, I don't want a band-aid. It sticks to my hair. So I'm guessing it may, he means the fur on his body. And then he's asking this kid, like, how long do I have to live? And the kid is like, it's not terminal, Theodore. It's just a scratch on your knee, my gall. We do see this kid, sadly, is missing an eye. More than likely, this is a birth defect. He's probably been like that since birth. Theodore is referring to himself shriveling up and blowing away. And the kid grabs, like, a, a little pen light and is, like, looking at Theodore's face and having him open his mouth. Like, oh, it's a tough thing to predict when you're going to die, Theodore. He says, if you exercise and eat the right foods, I say 70, 80 years before you die. And the kid is like, Theodore, I know what you mean, okay? I've heard the rumors. I've heard the talk. I know. He probably gets this every town that he moves to. Kids are going to talk and make up stories about him, which is horrible. Oh, it's the little blur. It's the little bird with the metal wing. So this kid is a sweetheart. His name is actually Michael. And he helps other animal, you know, animals, you know, take care of them when they're hurt, like this poor injured bird with his wing, and gives them a new wing. Wow. Some kid shot that poor bird, whose name is Woody, with a pea shooter and broke his wing. Basically took his wing off. Oh my gosh. That's horrible. 
There's even a cat that comes in with a a bandage on his leg. His leg in it. His front leg in a cast. And a lizard with a metal tail and some back wheels. Almost like how they do for the dogs that back legs don't work. So they give them like a little, um, a little wheelchair, a little wheelie cart. Something like that. But this, this thing doesn't even really look like a lizard. It honestly looks like a small dragon. So I'm guessing like suspension of disbelief here. I mean, this kid's an inventor. It's really cool. He's got this bird, this other bird, this yellow bird, like set up in this. It's like, it's in like a tube that's like pushing like air so it can learn like to probably exercise its wings. Oh, this kid is amazing. This kid's amazing. Theodore's impressed. He's like, wow, what a great guy you are, pumpkin head. And then he covers his mouth embarrassed. Theodore's like, what's your name? And he tells him that his name is Michael. But he's like, don't call me that, though. If the other boys find out that we're friends, it's going to be really bad for you, Theodore. They're going to treat you as bad as they treat me. So he's protecting Theodore. And just says that, you know, it's safe that we just keep our friendship a secret for now. So now we get a little singing montage with Elvin making some new tricks. One which is hooked up to a vacuum and a big old pumpkin balloon thing on the end. Dave comes into their bedroom and there's a springboard that shoots him into the air and plops him into this Halloween pumpkin bag that sucks him into the vacuum. This is weird. We also see Theodore eating lunch at school. They have an outdoor cafeteria. And it's sad because he's looking back at Michael who's eating by himself. Aw, poor kid. Oh, Theodore made one of those cute pumpkin face cookies for him. Oh, that is so sweet. I love how he looks up. He, like, holds it up. Like, hey, you did that? And Theodore, like, gives him a thumbs up. Aw. All right, so we see... (laughs) A little title card that says Monster Trick Number 2. And we got Simon fitting some steel, like, metal rods together with some, uh, some doodads. Oh, I get it. So Elvin is cleaning the room and taking care of Simon's laundry and everything while Simon is the one that's building the, uh, the tricks and stuff. Gotcha. Also making Simon's bed and ironing his laundry. (laughs) All those blue turtlenecks. We get to see Michael and Theodore hanging out with the pets, with the birds and the cat and the mini dragon with the steel tail. Oh, he's freeing that one bird that was learning to to fly in that little um, air wind tunnel thing. Monster trick plan number three. It's like a Rube Goldberg thing with a bowling ball and just a bunch of fucking nonsense. We also see during this montage, Michael and Theodore walking out of school together. We see those monster kids, three of them picking on a kid, knocking his basketball out of his hands. What? This co-op needs to be disbanded. This is... Someone needs to step in and do something. Simon's right. They're just basically bullies. Luckily, Michael takes it into his own hands and just... uh, And just scares the kids away. 
while Theodore laughs behind his hand. <laughs> and he gives the kid back his basketball. Aww. We see another experiment with a light bulb and there's a big tent and a sign that says Dave keep out and Dave is peeking through and there's a bunch of electrical stuff going what in the what? Which the thing explodes. It seems like Simon's a good inventor. It just seems like the shit that he invents just ends up breaking and exploding. <laughs> so we go back to Michael's we see he's putting together, he's, you know, carving a pumpkin. We got <laughs> Theodore coming in getting the most adorable pump, or pumpkin, <laughs> adorable bunny costume with the little tail and the ears and the whiskers. He's so cute. Michael, of course, is like, I don't know. What are you supposed to be, Theodore? And Theodore is so offended. He's like, I'm supposed to be the Easter bunny. <laughs> You should have had a basket with some eggs in it. Then it would have been a bit more believable. So Michael's like, all right, we got some work to do on this costume. We want to make you look like an Easter bunny. So Theodore asks Michael what he's going to be for Halloween. And Michael says me. And Theodore tells him, well, that's not very creative. Michael says, I know. So one day a year I can be myself and not, you know, be ashamed of myself or not be embarrassed. And kids won't run away because they'll think it's a mask. Michael likes it because he feels like, he, you know, kids don't run away from him on Halloween. They think it's a mask. They treat him just like just another kid. Well, those that don't, you know, know the rumors that people are spreading about him. Yeah, Michael did a very good job on Theodore's costume. He just put like a sheet on him and like fixed up some ears and rubber banded them up so they stay up and then put the nose whiskers with the teeth and cut some eye holes and just oh it's he he looks so cute he looks like a bunny and michael tells theodore that no one's gonna see him if he goes out the back way of the house and actually he kind of ends up bumping into michael's mom who knows that theodore's been hanging out with michael i'm saying bye bye theodore so theodore's kind of punishing himself emotionally like, shame on you theodore for being embarrassed of your best friend. He calls Michael his best friend. And it's just so sweet. So, again, Alvin and Simon are working on this contraption, whatever it is. Attempt number 10. And Dave is like, hey, what I'm looking for. And they're like slamming the door in Dave's face. Like, stay out of our room. And Dave's like, I'm just looking for him. And they're like, yeah, we know. You're looking for Theodore. I don't know where he is. I really think that Dave should be standing his ground here. With, I mean, the kids are like slamming the damn door in his face. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Next time I'll knock. First, Dave, get a fucking backbone and say, if I want this damn door open, I don't give a shit. You think it's your room? This door is staying open if I say it's staying open. But, of course... Elvin has to go over to the mirror and fantasize about himself wearing that stupid Monster Club jacket. Ugh. So, Theodore runs home, and I guess he wants to tell the Simon and Elvin about Pumpkinhead. I gotta tell you about Pumpkinhead! And he runs into that experiment that Simon and Elvin had been working on. Elvin is so angry. He's like, Pumpkinhead? Who cares about Pumpkinhead? Elvin in his dramatics. You just ruined my life! Ugh, I want to slap Elvin so hard. 
get it their kids but still dude you gotta think of your priorities this jacket is not the end all be all as much as he's making it out to be so looks like elvin is resorting to pick a card any card with a deck of cards and they're like really this is the best you can come up with Ugh. So, red-headed Buzzcut just slaps the cards out of Elvin's hands and says, You disappointed us, Elvin. Yeah, I guess you're just not monster material. And he turns his back on Elvin. Like, Elvin. These kids are clearly creeps. You just want the damn jacket. Have you got money from making music. You want a damn leather jacket so bad? Go out and buy one. Elvin is so desperate. He's clinging to redheaded Buzzcut's ankle, saying, "Oh, they're doing anything!" Just pleading with him. Oh, there's more than just a Widow Peak member and the other two kids. These kids are clearly evil incarnate. They're like anything. They're all say in unison, and they're all looking at Michael's house because it's right next to that Mardi Gras warehouse. So, Elvin's got flippers on, he's got a scuba outfit on, and he's saying he's going to chase Pumpkinhead out of town, and he's not ruining one kid's life, he's saving the neighborhood. Like, he has to say this in order to believe it. He's even got a poster of this monster leather jacket on his wall. And he's got, like, one of those blow-up clown things that you, like, punch and it, like, comes back and you punch it again. He's got Michael's face rigged up on it. Like, you piece of crap, human chipmunk. I mean, this is about the lowest I've ever seen Elvin get. I'm sure he has even lower points than this, but this is just, you don't do that to a person. So Elvin asks for Simon's help and he's just like, oh, I'm recycling. Help me out. But, of course, he's got an ulterior motive. They get to Michael's house, and Simon right away is like, Alvin, you lied to me. What is this? Oh, he's wearing a breathing apparatus, too, with a scuba outfit. What, so he doesn't breathe the same air as Michael? You piece of garbage. Alvin, I really hate you right now. So... Alvin thinks he's captured Michael, but turns out it was Theodore who was leaving Michael's house. And he put, like, a canvas bag over. like, let me go. And it's like, Theodore, what are you doing here? Elvin starts spraying Theodore, saying, you've been with Pumpkinhead. He's spraying him with, like, disinfectant or something. And checking him for spots. Like, all those rumors. Like, And then Elvin's checking Theodore for hair loss. Theodore finally comes clean and says, no, he's my best friend. I should have told you all along. And Theodore even says they shared the same ice cream cone, which is awesome. Michael comes out and is like, Theodore, are you okay? And Elvin, of course, again, puts the breathing apparatus back in his mouth and his goggles. It's like, Elvin, you look ridiculous and you're being a jerk. So Theodore introduces Simon and Elvin to Michael. And I love Michael's response looking at Elvin like, they think I'm weird. <laughs> yeah. Very well deserved, Michael. <laughs> Elvin is being a weirdo. So Michael invites them in, and Theodore and Simon both go in. So Elvin does go in to Michael's house. And then now we're cutting back to the Seville home. So back in the bedroom, Elvin realizes that he could have really hurt Michael. 
Oh, he says, if I'd never met the guy, I would have ruined him. And he could have wound up in the monster club. And Simon's like, good, I hope this means you're done with the monster club obsession. And Elvin's like, well, and I'm like, are you shitting me? Really? After the way they're treating this kid, you want to be a part of that damn bully club, which is exactly what that is. Again with a fucking jacket, Elvin, go buy yourself a goddamn leather jacket you want one so bad. You can even put monster on the back. All this for a stupid jacket. Someone's feelings are at stake and you want a damn leather jacket. You want to be a part of this damn bully club. And Simon and Theodore get in Elvin's face like, Elvin, like, what is wrong with you? And Theodore's like, I'm going to tell all the kids that Michael's my best friend. And he's a really great guy. I'm with Theodore. He's like, if they don't like it, that's their tough luck. It's like, that's right. You shouldn't be ashamed about who your friends are. Yes, Simon is joining the I Think Michael is the Best Club, which I think is a great club to join. Simon's pulling a um, a uh, Jiminy Cricket here. So he says, Elvin, all I have to say to you is let your conscience be your guide. So Elvin ends up going to the Monster Club and telling them the truth, the Pumpkinhead's name is actually Michael, and he's a good guy. Let's just call this whole thing off. And Red-Headed Buzzcut is like, no, tomorrow's Halloween. Somebody has to get Monster Mash. That's Monster Club rule number one. And he tell- basically gives Elvin an ultimatum. Like, are you in or are you out? And ugh, that stupid damn jacket... Bane of Elvin's existence. My gall. Of course he's coveting that so hard. He's like, I'm in. And of course he's so embarrassed that he just lowers his head. Alright, so we get a mini montage here of the kids going trick-or-treating. Now it looks like we're at Michael's house. And they pulled out all the stops with all the awesome looking decorations. And just things just popping up uh, around the house like the little ghosts flying around and the little where the werewolf and everything it's just cute simon is of course dressed as einstein theodore is still the bunny rabbit so elvin and the monster club are right next they have this giant cauldron that looks like a literal hot tub filled with brown sludge also with feathers and I'm guessing the monster mash is he's going to throw that in Michael's face. And the stuff is like boiling hot. Like, holy shit. So we go to Michael's room. His mom knocks on the door like, honey, do you want to come with us? And he's like, no, this is going to be the best Halloween ever. I don't know where they're going to take him. Maybe a movie or something. And I love how he's got little um, Woody, the, the bird. Does the bird also have a metal beak too? Or it looks like he's got a metal beak and a metal wing. His mother tells him, you know, have fun, but please be careful. And he says, don't worry about me, Mom. I have friends now. And he does. Well, Theodore and Simon, Alvin is still kind of up in the air. I mean, the fact that he's even with these kids, this monster club... Wow, his dad really zipped down that driveway fast. He could have taken out a couple trick-or-treaters. He didn't even stop at the edge of his driveway. He just backed right out into the road. Are you shitting me? 
They have that damn cauldron right on Michael's property. And his parents don't even pay attention when they drive past. Like, they're on your property. That You can't just go up on someone's property without their permission. That is trespassing. Okay, so this red-headed buzz-cut leader of the Monster Club just walks right into Mal- Michael's house. Has this kid never heard of trespassing before? You are breaking the law. I don't care if he's 12 years old. He's breaking the law. So he says he's going to chase Michael out and Alvin is going to, like, throw the sludge in his face. <sighs> well, as soon as the leader of the monster club and Elvin get in there. The lights go out. There's a scuffle. Then all of a sudden you see who's supposedly Michael coming out and they're like, there he is! And the leader's like, or the other club members like tackle him. Turns out it's not Michael. It's red-headed buzz-cut kid. Remember that mask, Michael mask that was on that clown thing that Alvin kept like pushing that inflatable clown thing. Yeah. So they take that cauldron of brown sludge and just throw it right on Michael and the guy that had tackled, well, supposedly Michael. And I'm like, these club members are stupid. Why would Michael be wearing a monster jacket? Oh, they're so stupid. And Alvin's like, stop. He's had enough. Don't do this. And I'm like, shut up. Ugh. And of course, Simon and Theodore are none the wiser. They think they're actually chasing Michael down. And Alvin, like, stops Simon and Theodore from chasing after who they presume is Michael. And I love what Simon... Simon really lets Alvin have it. Like, you are the lowest of the low. Spineless worm. (laughs) And Theodore says, worm doo-doo. And be like, I am ashamed to know you. You are not my brother. I would go hardcore on Alvin's ass like that. Big time. Simon finishes off with saying, I hope you're proud of yourself. And Alvin starts to laugh like, actually I am. As he calls up the steps, oh, Michael. And Michael appears in the, the real Michael appears in the doorway. And they're like, all right, if Michael's here, then who was being chased? Turns out that redheaded buzz cut kid, the leader of the monster club, whose name is Butch. I had no idea. <laughs> if they'd said his name in the beginning, I totally went over my... I totally, uh... Right out one ear, out the other. So, Elvin explains he made a pumpkin head mask, plopped it on Butch's head, and the rest is history. And apparently Michael is none the wiser. He had no idea any of this. Stuff. Like, wait, what? what's going on? <laughs> and Elvin just sums it off with like, oh, you know, monsters will be monsters. A couple trick-or-treaters come up and say, Hey, Michael, Theodore said it was okay if we talked to you. Well, I don't see why it wouldn't be. So they're basically getting these rumors debunked. And Michael's like, Hey, it's fine by me. And this kid dressed like a devil's like, Oh, so if you breathe on my little sister, she won't, like, disappear? She won't explode? Apparently the little devil is, uh, he's pretty disappointed that his sister won't explode as she shoves a mouthful of candy into her mouth. So this girl's dressed like a witch. I mean, I get her question, but it is kind of rude. She's like, can you get your face fixed, Michael? And he just kind of laughs it off. He's like, no. Besides, my mother loves it. So Elvin's like, hey, everyone for anyone for a trick or treat? And they're all like, yeah. Now, there are no subtitles on this DVD I checked. But there is a child that is dressed like 
a dinosaur. And his line delivery is really kind of stumbly. And because you can kind of make out him say, oh, Michael, can I see you in a room sometime? But the fact that they had to put the subtitle in for that, it's like you didn't need... There was no subtitles for the rest of the thing, but they had to put this subtitle in for this kid because his line deliberately was just kind of mumbly. How, okay, this little boy's got to be like three or four, and he's just stumbling over his words as it says, Because Theodore says it's really neat. Can I stay in a room? Michael's like, sure. And you hear Theodore say, what did he say? Uh-huh. And we see, of course, Woody the bird with the metal wing is just kind of winking at the audience. And that's it. The kids want go continue trick-or-treating. The Monster Match song concludes the episode. This was a cute episode. It really had a nice little message to it. You know, that leather jacket. Come on, Alvin. Really? It was not the end-all be-all. Hopefully that Monster Club has been disbanded at this point. And that they're like, these kids are just bullies. This needs to be, like, let the parents know what the kids are doing is wrong. And this is, this monster club is no more. Now, if they want to create a monster club where it's like, hey, we watch, like, serious movies. We talk about, you know, fun, you know, activities. Great. But, no. No, the monster slash bully club is no more. But, and that's it. I just, I really liked this when I saw, I saw it on YouTube. And I, I just, I really, really liked it. I thought it was sweet. So yeah, I pulled it up on YouTube. I want to read some comments, see what people are saying. All right. I love how they started off with the Monster Mash. That's perfect to get everyone into the Halloween vibe. This was actually three weeks ago, this comment. Let's see. Let's see. It came out in 1994. All right. See. Just people asking about when this one came out. Okay. Yeah, I just, when I saw this, I just, I thought this was sweet. And like I said, it has a good message. So, and I thought it'd be perfect for Halloween since I've done the Christmas ones. There actually is one other Christmas Elvin and the Chipmunks I have not done, and I will do it in December. I think it's like Dave's It's a Wonderful Life or something like that. And I'm like, okay, I can do that for December. And that should be, I think that's probably the final Christmas Elvin and the Chipmunks that I can think of. So, all right. And then, of course, in November, I'm going to do one for Thanksgiving. Let me, let me see. I got the DVD here. I actually got these from um, off eBay. Uh, a Chipmunk Celebration. That one, I believe, is the, let's see. Elvin, Simon, and Theodore sign up for a community Thanksgiving play, but when the assignments are all scrambled, the boys are freaked out that they'll bomb. Gotcha. Alright. Interesting. So, look forward to those in, in November and December. Have a great weekend and have a happy and safe Halloween, everybody. Bye-bye.